Welcome to Sunday Folk, I'm Ryan Lane. Tula monop ud telikel, ha fehu alig haladel, nem viradok örömömre, nem sötétülő kedvemre, reggel nap fejüte előtt, könnyemmel megmostom előbb, este napszentület után, könnyemmel áztatom párnom. The day passes from hardly begun, almost done, no mirth at dawn, no cheer at dusk, and the dark small hours, tears wash my face, when evening falls, tears soak my pillows. This is a Hungarian folk song I found quoted in an essay by Lajos Fulep, translated into English by Botun Natila Boros. The essay is called National Egotism, and referring to the song, Fulep says, No more than eight short lines, but were I a poet, I would happily give up all my works for them and their music. This is what makes it worth it to be born Hungarian, to become Hungarian. And this is what has a really hard time to come to light in its own country. Philip's essay was first published in 1934 under the title Nemzeti Ud Shag, or National Egotism. And in it, he rails against a particular type of national consciousness that he then observed in Hungary. My understanding of the country's intellectual and political history is that of an outsider. It is piecemeal yet growing. But the object of Fulep's criticism is a phenomenon that go, seems to go beyond his particular time, and even Hungary itself. That is, the insistence on national identities constructed from cultural material haphazardly, inconsistently, and, this being the point, forcedly. Both coming of age in the United States and first entering Hungary in the early 20-teens, I was no stranger to a particular polarity in political discourse. To super-simplify it, I'll call it the nationalist-globalist polarity. On one side, you have some country's ardent nationalism that seems to only be able to hold itself up through incessantly colorful assertions of itself to an increasingly deaf other part of the country. On the other side, a faceless globalism of a uniform, undifferentiated humanity riding off into the sunset, having finally gotten rid of pesky concepts like nations, cultures, tribes, languages, etc. The fact that both of these sides were at war always struck me as a red flag. They both could be interpreted as good or bad. If they were both simply good, why would they be differentiated and in conflict? And if they were both simply bad, why, again, were they differentiated and in conflict? And if one was good and one was bad, why wasn't it clear to everyone involved which is which? Why do all of the nationalistic movements everywhere look essentially the same? Why do globalist promises fail to convince people who don't work in cities, who don't speak global languages of commerce, who don't fall into a tiny blessed minority? To me, what both of these sides have in common is that they can't convince through a mere articulation of truth, because they are not based on truth. That is, their foundation does not rest on principles that are self-evident or uncontested, in the same way that breathing or drinking water is uncontested. These nationalist and globalist worldviews are, in essence, nothing more fundamental than coordinated, strongly held opinions about how humans are, or what a particular group means. What would it mean to be Hungarian, or American for that matter, in a way that was uncontested? like a stable platform that didn't need to be justified, fought for, or contested. Something just to build and live on. What would that even look like?